Well, good morning, everybody. It's so good to see the ones who uh, decided to show up this morning. Uh, but as I'm just reminiscing and as I was thinking back on my life and my testimony, it's just so crazy to see what the Lord has done in three years. And if I were to ask myself three, three and a half years ago what I would be doing, it definitely wouldn't be sharing my testimony in front of the church body. So I am just so thankful for what the Lord has been doing in my life. And uh, it's just crazy to see what a yes to Jesus can do and how he's willing to work in your life. Uh, so I'm just thankful to be here. So, starting with my early life, I would say that my life in the world's eyes was about as normal as it gets. I had parents that loved me, and I had parents that provided for me in every single way. I had clothes, I had food, and uh, we'd even, as most uh, families do, go on vacation once a year. And so, I thought my life was very normal as we, we were growing up, and uh, as a young one, I attended church on Christmas and Easter, and uh, a rare Sunday, I would go to church. And so, throughout my early childhood growing up, I felt as if I knew that God had existed. I knew that there was a God that maybe even loved me, but I didn't know anything about this God. I didn't know that you could have a relationship with him. And I even remember praying something along the lines of every meal, I would say, thank you, Lord, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's just a prayer that I would pray with my family. Uh, the first big life experience that I went through as a kid was uh, my parents um, having a divorce. This was when I was around fifth or sixth grade. Uh, and to me, this, this was difficult, but it was just my life. It was something that uh, was just normal and it was something that I had to live with. And so I got through it. And uh, at this point in my life, any sort of church attending that Christmas and Easter and maybe the rare Sunday was over. There was not really much uh, church attending after that. And so in this same season of life, when I was in the fifth and sixth grade, my uh, stepdad um, around this time, my mom met my stepdad, and my dad met my stepmom, and they're still together to this day. But my uh, stepdad had a work accident, and he ended up falling 30 feet from a dam and broke his back and shattered both of his ankles. And this was uh, a crazy time for his life and uh, brought some craziness into our life as well. My mom was helping take care of him over these uh, next couple years. It was about five years, and uh, he ended up having his leg amputated, and it was just a, a crazy time. But this is just the setting of my life um, through my school age years and going into high school. Uh, but I would still say that my life was relatively normal. I loved playing sports, and that's just kind of what I did. I hung out with friends, and uh, I thought it was, was pretty normal. So going into my freshman year, I remember uh, getting an invite to go to youth group. Uh, I was going to Canby Christian at the time, and uh, they had this super sweet, like, dunk hoop. It was just high enough to where I had to try my hardest, and I could dunk it, but uh, as far as youth group went, my freshman year, that was kind of the only reason why I went. Uh, I, I knew that God had existed, but the Jesus thing never stuck. When the pastor was giving his message, I was fiddling, fiddling around, whatever it may have been, uh, but that was about the extent of it, uh, until I got invited to go to their high school uh, summer camp, Camp Wainema. Some of you, uh, the middle schoolers, actually just went there. 
uh, not too long ago, but this is the place where I heard the gospel for the first time, the first time where I felt conviction of sin, and I knew that Jesus Christ had died on the cross for my sins. It was personal for the first time. I had never experienced anything like that, and it was during the cry night, so I was bawling my eyes out, and I knew that I just needed Jesus. I didn't know like what that looked like or anything uh, regarding that. But then the next season after that, going into my sophomore year of high school, it kind of took a turn for the worse. I have been trying to add more verses into my testimony, and I think that this one speaks almost perfectly to uh, the life I began to live. In Matthew 13, it says, And the one on whom seed was sown among the thorns. This is the man who hears the word, and the worry of the world and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. And so I was that person that sowed my seed among the thorns. And in this upcoming season of life, it just went downhill because I had no foundation in God's word. I wasn't uh, hungry for Jesus or reading my Bible or anything of that nature. And so anything that I had was, was gone. And so the cares of the world really choked me out. And I began to backslide uh, and high school. And even after that, I began smoking, drinking, and vaping, and just living a lifestyle of uh, sexual immorality. And this lifestyle had continued from my sophomore year all the way on until after graduation. I remember throughout high school, I had uh, a girlfriend off and on for about three years, um, and we were were not seeking the Lord together. And so uh, high school goes by, and uh, after graduation, Uh, My friends had left for college, and my girlfriend of three years ended up breaking up with me. And for someone who is in this stage of life, it seems like your world is over. It's like you don't know what's going on. You feel like everything hit the fan, and that's exactly where I was at. I no longer had the outlet of basketball or really solid friendship. And so I began going to temporary fixes and the things of the world um, to be my comfort. And... uh, It didn't work out well, I'll just say that. Um, And in this season, right after graduation, uh, I had began working at Dutch Bros, and this is when the Holy Spirit really began tugging on my heart. Uh, Because I went to these temporary fixes, uh, I felt this God-sized hole in my life that only he could fill, and the substances were no longer filling this hole, but only seemed to make things worse. I thought back and remembered giving my life to the Lord back in high school, but I had strayed so far from him. I had done everything opposite according to how we should do it as believers, um, and I didn't quite know how to make it back to the Lord. I knew deep down that I needed Jesus and I needed to live my life for him, but I didn't know how to get there. In my life, I never really had uh, a godly mentor or someone to walk through life with me that was a good godly example, and so for me, it just didn't seem possible. And I just remember in this season, I was like, Lord, if I'm going to come back to you, I need a mentor. I need someone to kind of show me uh, what this looks like. And this is uh, when my dear brother Logan enters the story. Uh, He had been working at Dutch Bros, and he was working uh, 
as a maintenance guy, so we'd work on the, the machines and things like that, and then he ended up working in the shop, and I remember we would work on bar together, and he would just challenge me. He's fresh out of Calvary Chapel Bible College, and I remember I would wear my cross necklace, and I was like, man, I'm a believer, but I, I wasn't doing anything that a believer would do, and so I remember he would challenge me in my beliefs and my uh, false thoughts on God, and he would really began mentoring me, and it was a, a, a great friendship, and also it made me realize my need for the Lord, and so um, we began just hanging out, and we'd go to In-N-Out, and we'd talk about Jesus for hours, uh, and it was a, a really sweet season in my life, but there was no one moment where I was like, man, oh, I need to give uh, my life back to the Lord, but it was just a gradual, the Lord was tugging on my heart, and um, yeah, in this season, I really... Uh, just wanted to give my life back to Jesus. I knew that if God was real and the things that Jesus said were real and I wanted to follow him, I needed to be all in. And so I made this decision to follow Jesus and to give my life back to him. And this began the process of sanctification in my life. I had uh, accumulated so much junk and believed so many lies of the enemies that uh, this next season the Lord is really pruning me. And uh, this season of pruning was the best in the worst time of my life, for some of you that have experienced that. It felt like everything that I had uh, ever known was gone, but at the same time, it felt so good because I got the best thing that anybody could ever ask for, and that's a personal and intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. And so... Uh, in this season, I was working at Dutch Bros, and I was on fire for the Lord, and it was just about COVID. Uh, and I decided that I wanted to go to Bible college. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. I don't know what I'm going to do for a career, but I know that I want to be rooted in the Word of God. And so these past two years of my life, I have uh, decided to go to Bible college, and the Lord has used these years mightily. I describe Bible college as being like an incubator for my faith, because you get to go and just be alone with Jesus. You don't have to work about, worry about work or bills or anything of that nature, but you just get to sit before Jesus. Um, not only was I able to spend intimate time with him, uh, but I've just been learning so much about his word and his character and my calling, um, and I'm so thankful for these years that the Lord has given me. But it has also been very sobering. It has allowed me to see that uh, the Lord has taken me this far, but he's not done and he's calling me deeper, and that's the amazing thing about a testimony is he's calling each and every one of you to go deeper with him, uh, not just to leave your faith where it is, salvation, but he wants to get to know you more, and he wants to just have a relationship with you. And I'm so thankful for that, that the Lord has never left me or forsaken me, though I've wandered many times, even as a believer. I don't do the things that I know I ought to do, but he's still so, so faithful. And uh, I just want to end with this verse. Ephesians 2.8 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So I'm just thankful that Jesus has been in my life, and uh, he's guiding me along the whole way, and he's not done yet. Thank you.